The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Thanks for joining us in the shed as we start a short series of a new adventure run by Kurt. Mickey, JJ, Chris, and Joe suit up as an elite task force in this modern-day espionage game. Kurt gives us the information to get us on our way. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome to The Shed for Adventures from The Shed. Different voice, same place, same good time. This is Kurt. I am going to be the game master for today's session. We're going to play something new and different. But before we go around and introduce everyone who's here, I want to remind you to check us out at adventuresfromtheshed.com. We're also on Facebook, and if you have a chance to rate us on iTunes, we would love that because that would help other people find the show. Uh, you can also search us through Google, Yahoo, Bing, and all those other things. AOL really, too, I think. I think if you just go to adventuresfromtheshed.com and throw us some love on iTunes, we'll be happy. Uh, looking forward to today's session. Let's go around the table and introduce ourselves, starting with... We're going backwards. We're going backwards. Awesome. Counterclockwise. That would be me. I'm Joe. Um, and I am a player for this Kurt adventure that we'll be going on. This is Chris. I'm player number two. Hey, <laughs> ready player two. <laughs> JJ here. I am ready player three. Hi, everyone. I'm Mickey. I just hang out most of the time. You got the Mad Cat's controller. <laughs> awesome. Well, listen, guys, uh, we all want to take a chance game mastering, I think, here. And uh, I wanted to play something a little different. We've been doing a lot of Dungeons & Dragons. We had a great long run on Curse of Strahd with JJ. And uh, I thought I would mix it up and change the mechanics a little bit and, more importantly, change the setting. So today we are going to be playing a modern espionage thriller set in the present day. You guys... Now, when you say present day, you mean like real now, 2017? 2017. Okay. Uh, Shit just got real, yo. It did. Shit just got real, yo. So uh, you guys are part of an elite task force that is unaccountable to everyone except for one individual that is known to you guys officially as CC1. You guys jokingly refer among yourselves to him as Cobra Commander, but you should probably come up with a name that you will actually use when you speak with him during the adventure. I call him Carbon Copy. How about Deep Throat? So this, <laughs> <coughs> this, uh, deep, deep Throat with this throat. crew might not be the best idea. Um, you guys are an completely off-the-books unit created as a fast response team after the Iran hostage crisis went so bad back in uh, 1980. Uh, you've had the, t- the team, not necessarily you guys, but the team as a whole has had a number of successes since then in all kinds of varied operations. So your role has really expanded uh, into both espionage and tactical assault roles. Um, but the sole purpose at the end of the day is to preserve the United States of America and its closest allies from any threats against it, whether foreign or domestic. So like we are the judge, jury, and executioner? You are the judge, jury, and executioner. You are beholden and responsible to your com- to command. And if you guys betray the organization or are found not to be acting in, in accordance with this mission, you guys know that you will be terminated and never seen again. We disappear like the last group according <laughs> to CC1. Exactly. Right. So the idea here is loosely based on like a Mission Impossible task force um, with individuals being anything from James Bond to Jason Bourne to... <coughs> to James Stevens. Whoever turns you on. Uh, no checks. What the hell? Speaking of who turns you well, on. I was just trying to think about that. I was thinking like James the chick Stevens. from Aeon Flux, but that's not quite right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of Atomic Blonde, which is going to be the new, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen. Of that? Yeah. yeah, it's going to be the female John Wick with Charlize Theron. Ooh. So, anyways, what I did is I sent out a very simple uh, character sheet and a very <laughs> uh, simple, I guess, rule set or mechanic to you all and asked you guys to create a character. We're playing this as a one shot today, so at most we're going to be playing for three hours. But you guys did a great job of coming up with backgrounds and then um, coming up with skills and attributes. And my main goal here was to have each of you have a character that was very distinct from the other so that coming together as a team, you would cover all of the major skills that you might need on any type of operation. So um, the rules, to the extent that we use them, um, are going to be based on, and I want to make sure I give credit properly, um, there's a system called a Dead Simple uh, RPG, Dead Simple Fantasy RPG, and there is a, um, oh, and of course now I won't properly have it in front of me, but there's a modern espionage version of it called, uh, I think it's SO21 or SEO21. Um, and so I use that to help us get the skills. And basically what we're doing here is we've got um, kind of a base attribute, which is based on one of four things. You guys have strength, dexterity, intelligence, and willpower. Mm-hmm. 
And then you have a level of training. I think technically it was intellect in case if it was borrowed. Might as well You're right, intellect. Yeah. Um, and then you guys add to that to get a modifier that you will use essentially against a DC check. Um, you add to that uh, a modifier based on a specialty that you may have, a background that you may have that may make you better at some of these skills than the others. And then you all have a level of training that will allow you to add a modifier to certain skills. And the idea here is not that we are the equivalent of level one characters and newbies out of the gate. You guys are experienced. If not masters, you are experienced in this. So mechanically, um, you guys will have each chosen two specialties. And we'll talk about that. I'll have you go around and introduce your characters that will give you bumps to certain skills. Uh, You'll get bumps based on your training and, as I said, on your background. So rather than me kind of talk about that in the abstract, why don't we go around um, and have you guys, to the extent that you want to, talk a little bit about the character you made at a high level. If you want to give a little backstory, enough that is something that really the other team would already know at this point. You know, the idea is not necessarily that this stuff is secret. Um, Give us a little sense for kind of what the team dynamics are. And then when we actually start the adventure, we're going to, you know, instead of starting in a tavern or, or an operations room where we're sitting around getting to know each other, you know, we're going to start in the middle of it. Joe, you want to start? Me again? Sure, I'll, I'll go. Uh, my character is Lance McBell. His background is law enforcement. His specialties are marksman and charmer. So a little bit about Lance. He is an ex-cop. <clears throat> he used to work in the police force and he used to work on a SWAT team and uh, was involved in a freak accident where his left hand was lost. And um, he spent so, a lot of time in recovery, eventually got a, a cheap prosthetic hand and uh, kind of gave up on law enforcement, turned to crime for a little while. And then he was found by this group, by CC1. Uh, and uh, one of the people in the group had helped uh, program and create a state-of-the-art prosthetic hand that now is um, all attached with gizmos and widgets, servos and programming that helps him hold a weapon almost perfectly still so he can get a great shot in. So he has um, he shoots with his left hand. He's right-handed for everything else. These are things people would know. And um, it's actually Mickey's character, who she'll introduce, that uh, keeps his hand in the right shape. But other than that... His left hand's useless outside of shooting, so he's right-handed for everything else. He writes, he types, and everything with his right hand, and the left hand just kind of hangs out there. Um, I don't know, Kurt, how long has the group been together? I don't know that that's something that you, you guys, wanted to tell You guys tell me. I'm the first one, so I'll just say it. I'm the first one, so I'll just say it, that the four of us, I don't know who was in the group first. I guess I wasn't for sure because of the way I just worded it, but the four of us have been together for a year. Maybe we've been on a couple other missions um, and I think that's it. I, I guess I'll use a little bit of what Kurt said to talk about the rules a little bit that, that we have. Um, so my character is that his top two skills are then persuasion and shooting because he is a charmer and he's very good at shooting. And he uses this. I don't know if he would be the face guy of the group, but he's the one that goes in um, to a situation through the front door. He doesn't sneak in anywhere. He's not a sniper. He goes in through the front door and eventually will shoot someone with a, a silenced pistol because he doesn't know how to sneak anywhere. He's not very stealthy. He's also not very strong or agile. He's just uh, charming and really good with a gun. Now let's go to Chris. My character's name is Simon Magus. Uh, he's more the linguist and uh, military intelligence type of guy. Um, which he spent some time in the uh, military intelligence back in the day, and it kind of got out of that, you know, going back. And he has an, uh, he's very interested in the occult and the supernatural. He uh, with his parents uh, working as spies back in the day, but do, doing a lot of things with archaeology and things like that. So he's uh, has a lot of interest in the strange and the occult. Although he still has a lot of ties with the intelligence community and got roped back in after his uh, wife was killed in a consulate bombing back in the early two thousands. So he's back in uh, doing the intelligence work again, and uh, he's, I guess he's, I kind of based him off of kind of like uh, Christopher Lee back in the day when he was doing military intelligence and stuff, things like that, and a little bit of Christopher Lee's, uh, one of the characters he played in a movie that ha- had that interest in the occult. So he kind of comes off as like maybe a guy that could break into things or break out of things, like the, a Houdini type of character where he does have that whole Simon the Magician type of uh, aura about him. Awesome. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, Relic Nils is a... He's ex-military. Um, he was uh, in spec ops, special ops, and he was really, really good at tracking and hunting down uh, high-profile targets and uh, 
you know, using using his skills to eliminate them from the battlefield. Um, he transitioned into a U.S. Marshal's Service, uh, you know, to kind of keep using those tracking skills, and that's where he uh, ended up catching Rebecca, um, and you know, offered her the uh, the choice to, you know, maybe instead of using her skills for the ne'er do well. Use her skills on the side of good. She ended up uh, really biting into that, you know that 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 mission, and uh, he, he he stays around because one he's in love with her, and two uh, she he thinks that she'll get hurt without him around. Um, now the reason why he had to end up leaving special ops and go into the U.S. Marshals is uh, he got uh, shot. In the knee, he has no more. He has no patella on his left knee, and uh, as such, he kind of pops pills like uh, Gregory House does. <laughs> so does awesome. he? Does he limp? Does he have a cane? Yeah. He, he doesn't have a cane, but he okay. does limp. Um, it's just it. The only reason he doesn't have a cane is just sheer resolve. So if we end up in a foot race, you're in trouble. Yep. Right. You don't have to run faster right. than the bear. You just have to run faster than Relic. Yep. Well, and I apologize if you said this, but um, you're the you're the wheel man too, right? I'm the wheel man, right. which will which, be which, which I'm, I'm great in a wheelchair. <laughs> now, do we just call Relic you is going to be the driver. Uh, he's got one of them. He's got one of them hover rounds. He just kind of zooms yeah. through them all. Yeah. Right. right. Uh, JJ, I mean uh, Mickey, what do you have for us? So I will be playing Rebecca. No last name. Rebecca was an orphan. She never met her parents. She was in foster care, lost her dad, her foster dad when he was young in the Oklahoma City bombings. He was a firefighter, lost her, fire, her uh, foster mom once she became an adult and left home. I wrote a little backstory here and I'm trying to find it. There it is. It says, Rebecca's really good at puzzles. It's no wonder she became a computer hacker. I was the only one they called. I was the one they called when they couldn't get in. As a result, I'm really good with computers and code breaking. School was useless to me, and after my foster mom died, I left home and I haven't looked back. I made a name for myself pretty quickly in the underwire. No one suspected the sweet young kid from the middle of nowhere, Oklahoma, could do what I do. I was living the life. I traveled the world and immersed myself in its cultures. You can say I got sloppy after a while or maybe overconfident. Or maybe he's just that good. Whatever your view, in the end, he caught me. He gave me two options. I could either rot the rest of my life in jail or use my formidable skills for some good. I didn't even think twice. I can see what those radicals could do firsthand. My first foster dad was a firefighter in Oklahoma City. I know he thinks he's lost his faith, but deep down, I'm talking about James's character here. I know he thinks he lost his faith, but deep down, I know he still believes. Each one we stop is countless lives saved and another notch on the good guy column. Awesome. Nachi. 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 Excellent. So just a little bit more about the game before we get started. I wanted to give proper credit. Um, we, I'm definitely not running this game as it's written by any stretch, but I definitely did rely on Dead Simple Modern Espionage RPG SOE 21. It's designed by Craig Cartnell, so I just want to give him proper credit. Um, the idea on the Dead Simple RPG stuff, including this game, is that it's all about role-playing and that the rules are minor part and shouldn't get in the way of the role playing um similar in, in a lot of respects i think to dungeon world um and so we're not gonna be following that exactly today but a lot of the stuff with the skills and the mechanics does come out of there so i wanted to so i think those familiar with rpgs and especially like forum posts and discussions would uh recognize the acronym r-a-w or rules as written we play naw not as written right naw <laughs> naw man naw. all right well the rule is to have fun today so we've got a little bit of background um, CC1, whatever you guys decide to call him, uh, is, Cute cat. is ultimately uh, the authority, but you also have fairly regular contact with him. You guys have advanced technology in a bunch of respects. So each one of you has a uh, secure, and as secure as can be, cell phone that you can use with each I other. I want a Dick Tracy watch. Dick, you've got a Dick Tracy watch if you want it. Uh, you each have a credit card with... Um, a higher than reasonable limit that you can use to purchase items, and we're not going to worry about costs generally. Um, if you are in a major Western city, uh, 
you have logistic support for your team that can bring you weapons or items within a fair, fairly quick amount of time if you need it. If you are in a moderate or smaller town, um, that support probably is not there, but you can buy things from locals or any you know uh, networks that you can connect into. Um, I, I just started this, and JJ already picked up on it, so forgive the interruption, but I think this might be fun. I'm going to pass this around throughout while we're playing. We're going to come up with CC things. And I want to see how many we can come up with by the end. So this is. Well, we've got a lot of things that we CC can stand for. It's, it's what you dare call him to his face. So you know, <laughs> it's probably just sir, cute and cuddly. And think of uh, think of him as kind of Jim from Mission Impossible. You know. Um, okay. So he's your boss, but he's and also I was thinking, you're in contact you know, with Charlie him. from Charlie's Angels as well. Yeah, but yep. that kind of thing. He's always on a speakerphone. I don't know if we ever meet this guy in person. Right. So yeah, you can actually video conference with him if you're at an appropriate location and you have a laptop. Is it a real person or just like a graphic or cardboard cutout? It's a real person. Okay. It's a real person. So we could then possibly identify this person someday. In theory. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, you have. Uh, you know, through your phones and or heads-up display on glasses, you yeah. can communicate back and send images back to him and his headquarters. You know, it's not him. He's got a whole team at headquarters, wherever that is. So if you need to confirm that someone is someone, uh, you know, you can essentially snap a photo either with the sunglasses or with your phone or however you guys want to choose to play that okay. to confirm that a target is a target or to try to get a facial recognition on someone or things like that. Now, um, how realistic are we planning on keeping this are we going to do like law and order you know enhance 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 and then you know we can <laughs> enhance so far onto a photo we can see the shadow of the reflection of someone's eye of someone who's not even in the frame now let me uh, i, I want to try and answer that a little bit and let me know if i'm wrong kurt but i'm thinking as long as what you're talking about is today modern like a law and order or a movie or cia um csi about today and I think it's probably fair game. Yeah, I'd like it to be realistic in a couple of respects. First of all, if you are in um, Atlanta in this game and you shoot someone on the street, you should expect that the ramifications of that will be just as they would be in the real world. So okay. if you're holding shootouts in New York, um, this game may not go well for your team. Um, They're going to call the cops. Right. So, uh, and you should expect to deal with those. So the idea is I would want you to try to deal with situations as you actually would in the real world. Now, having said that, you have a dude with a cyborg arm next to you. So if you want to you know, play certain things certain ways, that's fine. <laughs> it's a state-of-the-art prosthetic. I have a very rough outline of where I think yeah. we're going to go. And somewhat like the Call of Cthulhu game that we played where there were clues that you could not miss – um, in the interest of the recording and having it be listenable for people who follow us, I'll make sure that you get to at least some places that are potentially interesting. How you deal with those places and whether you live or die there is ultimately up to how you guys play. All right. I don't want you. I don't want to get bogged down at all in the roles. If if things are not working with the roles, um, I will make them work uh, in the interest of the story. Um, you you. You have to have a you have to have roles matter for it to be a game. Otherwise, we're just sitting around telling a story. But I don't want anyone at home saying, "Wait, why did he roll a d4 on this one and a d6 on those other ones?" So there is a method to my madness. Um, and I think if you guys are ready, I can start to tell you a little bit about what we're doing. Let's do that. All right. So are you now going to take the voice of Carbon Copy? Of Carbon Copy. Uh, I will now, no, I will now, no, before we do that, I, I will tell you when I'm going into okay. carbon copy mode. When you do that, use a different voice. Okay. So who, who has been in this team or working uh, in this operation for the longest? Because you did not all come I, I, in together. I would, I would say that uh, it probably would be me. Yeah, or my guy. Okay, so maybe let's... Maybe they do We, have, the mili- we have intelligence yeah. or military backgrounds, yeah. Right, so let's say that Relic and uh, Simon are the longest running and then uh lance would be last lance and rebecca, because rebecca has in. to be there before him right so rebecca and then lance it doesn't matter too much other than um mm-hmm. having a sense for who who might play the old hat and who might claim to know more about the way things run or be able to offer advice to the younger kids so um, the team has been around for 37 years uh, you guys have been together for a year or two uh, Relic and Simon have been in for longer than that. So you have more experience with the team. All right. So uh, we are uh, 
you guys have already together been involved in an assassination in South America. Okay. You have been involved in extracting a uh, double agent from Eastern Europe. All right. But what you're involved in now has the potential to be uh, much more harmful to national interests than either of those. Uh, for those who are listening, may or may not know, a lot of what's happening in the world of uh, international relations and terrorism and national security now revolves around cyber terrorism mm-hmm. and the belief that future wars may not even involve tanks, but they'll be waged by shutting down banking systems, stock exchanges, defense systems. And for better or for worse, that means that some of America's most valuable soldiers now are hackers. Yep. And the way that it works, as you guys all know, is that agencies recruit hackers, most of whom by definition are criminals, Mm -hmm. and one way or the other turn them to what we would call white knight hackers. White hat. hat. Sorry, sorry, white hat hackers. Although Uh, white knight is definitely cooler than white hat. (laughs) Exactly. They can be white knights for us. So white hat hackers who use skills that would otherwise be criminal but are sanctioned by the U.S. government, whether through the CIA, the FBI, or otherwise, in order to support our national interests. And those hackers are constantly warring uh, with our enemies, but also keeping eyes on our friends. Um, over the last six weeks, however, um, the network of hackers who are not necessarily members of the team, but who uh, the team relies on for information through the entire U.S. espionage network, have either been killed or have disappeared completely off of our radar. Um, a trusted hacker in Prague was found dead. Uh, a trusted hacker in uh, East Berlin was found dead. Two American hackers that we use regularly um, have disappeared, and we've had no visual or electronic contact with them in three weeks. So how on edge is Rebecca at this point? (laughs) Pretty high strung, right? So um, the agency, the team, has decided that the highest priority is to secure the top, the list of the most important hackers that we still need to protect uh, and ideally find out what is going on, who's behind this, and if possible, put a stop to it. We can't afford to lose more of these folks. Now, do we have a headquarters, so to speak, or are we more nebulous? You are, uh, uh, well, ultimately it's up to you, but generally you're a highly mobile team, and you use electronic communications to communicate when necessary. Whether you guys have a place that you consider home that you like to go back to, that's up to you. Okay. Well, we're, based, would, we're based out of the USA, but we can have safe houses across the Absolutely. And, and I would say that generally for the next three hours, if, when you have questions like that, you tell me what you think, and, and that's what it is, unless right. I need it to be something else. Okay. And I would think we would want a bat cave. Of some yeah, heck yeah. Right? But um, what it would be, I don't would know. It would not be important to, to the story. Yeah, right? well, it would have to have some place with a good internet connection. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, NORAD. We actually, NORAD. <laughs> yeah. Well, so here's the thing. You can just think about where your back cave is because right now you guys are in Heidelberg, Germany. Oh, Heidelberg okay. is in West, what was formerly West yeah. Germany. It's a medium, small to medium-sized city. It's incredibly charming. Uh, it's a university town. It's actually home to um, Rupert Karls Universität, which is the oldest university in Germany. It's established back in thir- the late 1300s. The um, University of Heidelberg, as it's known to us, is... Um, known for a number of things, including uh, one, of its, one of the areas where it has a strong program is computer linguistics. Um, the city uh, is built along a river. It's hills off, uh, hills off in the distance. Um, very charming square, lots of charming pubs, uh, beer gardens, um, and a university uh, district as well. And you have been sent there to check on a member of our network, uh, Hans Schrieber, um, who we have not heard is that from. First and last name? Hans, first okay. name, last name, Schrieber. Um, he is actually a student at the university, uh, and he lives in a small uh, dorm on campus. Uh, and he's done incredible work for the U.S. government, uh, but has not been heard from in several weeks. Um, I'm going to pop up just so you guys have a rough idea. This is a section of Heidelberg, the river running along here, university here, number of buildings, town is up here, and then there's a major train station over here off of the map. So I'm just showing this for those of you who are listening. So people have a rough idea, kind of the layout of the part of Heidelberg where we are. Um, 
you at the moment where we begin the game are literally standing outside the door of Hans's dormitory. Okay. Or you are within sight of the door of Hans's dur- dormitory. And I want to you... ask a couple of questions, not necessarily that my character would ask, but just for the, the sake of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Is Hans a, a um, citizen of Germany or America? He's German. Okay. So he's just an asset. I mean, exactly. He's paid by our government to do what he does. Exactly. Okay. He's, and, and he's and as he's completely trusted kind of thing so we know he's on the right side that type of deal and i mean by no i mean we've as best guess he's been vetted by he's a good guy yeah. right right no one um and by the way you this is a conversation if you wanted to you know you yeah. could be having with cc so when i'm talking oh, right. you could assume okay um that you either had this communication with him or if you choose to you can always uplink to talk to him i mean not probably standing on the street, but at an appropriate time. But you already know from prior discussions with CC1 that he is considered a good asset to the extent that anyone can be trusted. He is in the top five most important assets serving American interests. Uh, uh, in cyber world? In cyber or, world. Okay. Yeah, in the hacker world. Right. So at least the first part of this game, you know, that's, what we're, that's what we're focused on is these white hats protecting or finding out what's happened to them. Now, he could have turned... Uh, any you know, right. anyone could have could turn. That's the business we're in. Yep, exactly. Right. That is the so, business. We're in. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, so right now, you know, you're in. Uh, it's fairly quiet, but there are definitely students walking around, going to class, going from class. Um, it's a beautiful early fall day, cool, uh, light breeze. I'm assuming we've tried to ping his phone and uh, any devices we know he uses, things like that. Yeah. So interestingly, his computer, uh, when you have pinged. It has been active, and you know that he is has been working, but he's not responding to any communications from the people that he should be responding from. So where's the location of his phone now? His phone. Uh, his phone and his computer, to the extent that you know where they are inside his dorm. They're okay. right on the other side of that door. Okay. We're or at the door now, yeah. right? You can see the building, so yeah. you tell me. All right, well, Lance, uh, Lance will walk up to the door, um, rap a couple of times. Hans, it's Franz. Are you in there? <laughs> Before you start, um, how did you all get to the dorm? We walked 500 miles. <laughs> but then we walked 500 more? And then you walked 500 more? Yeah, yeah I kind of uh, want to think we might I want somebody to take like an Overwatch position. Yeah, how did you get there? Shit. Are you armed? What are you wearing? You guys need to set the scene in that regard. French made outfit with a choker. Excellent. It's <laughs> a good start. <laughs> I'm going back to the last Strahd thing. We had that thing going on. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. Did I take something away from Rebecca? Well, we are in Germany. We're in Germany, so someone's got a ball. I'm sorry. German made outfit. Germans made outfit for the choker. Um, German dungeon porn. Now, now to be fair, I guess I would stick with the same thing. Lance is the guy who would just walk up to the door. That's him. But what what would other people be doing? Uh, I don't think Rebecca would be there. I think Rebecca would be in the van outside, trying to patch into the security cameras to see if she could find him on. On campus, or maybe I'll come with you because I could. I'm the linguist, so mm-hmm. all the rental vans in Germany or have full security it. gear in them. All right, so Hell yeah! Definitely. All right, so you're in a van. Mm-hmm. Are you driving the van? I, I am in a driver's seat. A van okay. by the river. A right. van by the river. So, Nondescript. Uh, so then Rebecca's so yeah. already hacked into the security of the campus. Yeah, you guys right. each have ear sets on, yeah. right? Yeah. Wait, your names. Lance and Simon, you guys have ear sets, so like we're communicating. I'm like, all right, I'm patched yeah. in, guys. And I'm going to go with what Kurt said earlier with the idea that Lance is going to wear glasses, although they're not prescription glasses. They're going to be the glasses where you get the heads-up display okay. of what he's seeing, and sometimes it can be transmitted to carbon copy. They're googly gly. So what time, what yeah. part, what time of year is it? Uh, if it's early know. fall. There's a cool breeze blowing. The, uh, actually, I should say later fall because the leaves have just started to all change right. color. Um, you know, it's kind of a crisp but nice breeze in the air. Okay. Uh, it's about 2.30 in the afternoon right now. Um, and I guess the only other thing I would ask at this point is do you, is just to tell me if you, and you don't have to, the answer, but if you have any weapons or any explosives or anything that you would consider an asset if something were to happen in the next three hours, what, so do, you, what do you So the have? last time Lance got together with Rebecca, his prosthetic hand was programmed for the small, we'll say, like the James Bond Walter PPK silence mm-hmm. that is strapped to his hip. Okay. And he has that all the time. Visible? 
No, it should not be visible. And he should be dressed as whatever the custom is in the dorm in Heidelberg. Okay. So like, I, I imagine you just, you're still fairly young. Yeah, I, I'm thinking, because one of the things Kurt said when he sent this out was think uh, Bourne, you know, like Jason Bourne stuff. He's that kind of character. He can blend into any society, but not remarkable in any other way. Blend in, disappear, we'll never see exactly. him again. Average Joe. Awesome. Yes. Uh, well, I, uh, well, that's me. And Lance, you're going in with him. Are you... Hey, that's Simon. I'm, Simon. Be, Simon. I, I'm a little more. I, I'm I'm an older guy, so I kind of want to look, be dressed as like I could pull off being a professor here. Okay. Um, but I'd like maybe a longer coat or jacket so I can hide like a like an MP5K, like the small MP5 with like a um folding stock on it. Yep. Do you yeah. have a ch- like a but trench silence coat on? as well? No, I it doesn't could... have to be that long. MP5K, there's tiny. He yeah. said, so you've got like but like it, a... it does have the silencer, so it's a little bit longer than normal. Okay. Uh, and you guys are in the car. You're working on the computer. You're behind the wheel. Right. And a couple spare mags. All right. So the dormitory is this is this is not a huge college dorm. This is almost like a house, um, two stories. Uh, to the best of your knowledge, Hans lives on the second floor. Uh, the door is uh, is actually old school. It does not. How have many a, other students live there? Uh, this this dorm would have seventeen or eighteen kids okay. living in it. And we're so. assuming he. We know he lives alone, or does he have a roommate? Uh, I, I mean, he has a roommate who is never there. Okay. As far as you know, I mean. Right. Um, and he's not often there. I mean, he works from cafes. He's at class. Right, so, yeah. But as best you can tell right now, his computer is there. So, um, all right. And for purposes of this game, you guys are welcome to split the party. I mean, we're, think Dungeon World. You guys can all be in different places. You can pair up, and we'll run simultaneous stories. I don't plan on calling initiative on anything ever. So in terms of the way you guys play it, I want you to think, here's what my character's doing, and here's how he's trying to do it. Yeah. And you guys tell me what you're all doing, and then I will try to make it work. Um, I'll be watching for uh, traffic, okay. and like I'm, I'm noticing the general income of the area, and I know that you know the bad guys like to drive nice cars. Okay. Oh yeah, Mercedes especially. We're in Germany. And every time exactly. they the door, the <laughs> music's going on inside the cars. Right. And have you? Um, an answer Russian honestly. Mafia. Don't just say yes because it sounds like it would be good. Have you studied <laughs> the roadmaps yes. for this part of town? Or of you, I, I would have. Show up? I, I would have. And yeah, yeah but have I mean, we previously I can... operated anywhere in Germany or no? Uh, you have been in Berlin uh, for me and him because since we were more old school. Mm. Than yeah, yeah. you've been in Berlin many right. times. Um, right. You've been up around Mainz and Koblenz, which is up north uh, on the Rhine. But you have never operated in Heidelberg. And do we have any? Uh, you or I have any contacts in Germany that we could rely on that aren't based with us? Uh, no. Okay. No. You have been to um, Heidelberg before on social trips when you were younger. Okay. But you, the, you yeah, have only right. a cursory knowledge of yeah, the area. Gotcha. Yeah, but like not knowing our way around wouldn't really be a thing because we could always pull up Google Maps, right? And I, I was just thinking And like that, cast it to like yeah, your glasses I could or see something. Re- I could see Relic just scrolling through looking for traffic on Google Maps on his phone. Or do we have access to a satellite? Ways, ways, yeah. oh, like a, a satellite system. I can get you access to a satellite okay, system. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> we do now. Let's yeah. put it this way. Right now, while nothing's happening, you can pull up literally pull up Google Maps. You can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. At I mean, some can, point can, you, future, can she get like a live feed like right now of something overhead? or not if there's a satellite overhead i could probably try to tap into that feed um since we're not using try. Yeah, so i could try yeah I could, I could hear this voice in my glasses lance do you know you have a bald spot right now remember <laughs> <laughs> now at this point to be honest i uh, you wouldn't be that paranoid like there's nothing out of the ordinary as far well, as you've seen and well just but you always like to prepare we're exactly prepa- we're preparing correct no, sorry <laughs> think, well done well done. I, I, think, I would say the way that you describe the setup Rebecca would be paranoid because it's her kin that are being sca- <laughs> you know, grabbed yeah. up. Okay. Right. I like so, Hans. I also so, like, think that uh, standard operating procedure would be to have a drone providing heads up, dis- uh, heads up, like down uh, or aerial view okay. of the actual area around the van. All right. So beaming that back to. Uh, Keeping it back to... Cute and cuddly? Well, cute and cuddly <laughs> and to the van. It's like five seconds later, the drone shot out of We're just going to keep going right. down the list. <laughs> right, so that's fine. So you've got overhead feed. Uh, you see basically just what looks like it's a college It's just a college campus. campus. Yeah, I mean, there is traffic for sure. There are Mercedes. There are BMWs. There are... Audis. Uh, Audis. There are Peugeots. There are the little tiny... But nothing that particularly... Uh, to be fair, I don't think the Germans will drive a French car. That's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what the little... Oh, <laughs> <little, laughs> our German listeners uh, are just like, oh. I mean, right, Volkswagen. Right. Um, Audi. Yeah, he mentioned Audi. I did. So anyways, you guys, the dorm is just right off Hopstrasse, which is a major road, one big block off of the river. 
you know, there's some green green area university buildings. So you guys are at so the door. Ba- back uh, at the door, knock on the door. Wait, Hans, before you do that. I'm not knocking yet, Hans. Hold on. Let me let me call his phone to see if we can okay. hear any movement. Okay. You know, I'll, I'll call and his phone. While you guys are dialing, I'm like, ringing. guys, I checked in on his computer. He's supposed to be in this room, and it, it looks like it's still active. Can you turn hey. the webcam on his machine? Hey, Lance, did you know you got a bald spot? Son of a bitch. <laughs> How's that hand working out for you? Did you try it out before we left? Yeah, it's working great. All right, so uh, you knock. Uh, the door basically just goes open. Uh, there's a couple of girls uh, hanging out chatting actually in the lobby, and you see someone studying in the back corner. Okay. Yeah, there's a kind of a common room area like yeah. you would expect in a dorm. Um, I'll just, I want to call his phone so we can hear, yeah, I'm we just can gonna, hear any movement in I'm the gonna room. I'm going to walk in okay. like, like I belong here mm-hmm. with Simon trailing, and we'll walk towards where we hear the phone ringing if we do. Okay, so you ring. We'll just walk right in. Yeah, the phone rings six times. No one picks up. It you goes, don't hear any movement in the room. It goes to voicemail. Okay. No. So we no, hear the but phone you can hear ring. the phone upstairs. So we're just going to follow Or you that. can hear a phone upstairs. Yeah. And if, phone if any of the people in the common room turn to look, just nod and... Go up the stairs towards where the phone is. Okay. So no big deal. You guys yeah. go up the stairs. Uh, you hear the phone ringing from a room. at the. As you go up the stairs, it's the uh, door on the right, mm-hmm. and the door's closed. Let's give Knock a quick, again. Quick listen on the, at the no. doors. Yeah, you nothing. don't right. hear anything at all. Is it locked? No. So he, uh, previous, or prior to this, he would know that there's a specific thing that when somebody from our group contacts him, and it's that his, his friend Franz. That's why I'm doing Hans and yeah. Franz. Hans, it's Franz. Are you in there? Pardon my horrible German accent. <laughs> uh, no response at the door. Okay. Let's open see. it. Yeah, see if okay. it's open. All right. So you open the door. Okay. Uh, relatively nondescript a college dorm room. There's uh, a lot of IKEA furniture. I guess exactly. Yeah. There's, so it's generic. Uh, there's a band poster for a German uh, death metal band that you don't know on uh, the wall. Ramstein. Um, yeah, they're good lads. There is a lot of computer equipment set up facing the window, okay. and you can see the back of what you assume is Hans's head um, sitting at his computer. That's not good. I mean, you see him from behind yeah. his computer. He's not moving. I'm sure. Not yet. Quick scan of the room. Anything else? Right. So you um, don't, don't see anything as you enter. So I will grab my pistol and kind of nod towards Simon to go check it out, and I'll just keep an eye out. Okay. All right. I'll put my hand on my the MP5K and get clearly go from an angle to see if I could pie around to see the front see the front of him. You know, I don't want to go up to him. I want right. to pie out to see what right. it looks so, like. So you pie around as you come around him. You see that it there is a. Now, you have never met Hans, so you can't say that it is Hans, but there is a young man sitting at the computer with his throat slit, basically from ear to ear across the front of his throat. All right, I look at uh, Lance, and I'm like... I'll walk around, he <clears throat> get the view on my glasses, and that, that's relayed to Rebecca. Is this him? Ah, oh, shit. Another one just went down. What the hell's going on? They're picking us off one by one. We need to get to the bottom of this, guys. So you snapped a photo, she shot it to you, so you need to... I need to send it to Cute and Cuddly to see, to confirm. Well, you could just do a Google search. Facebook, maybe. maybe I wouldn't Facebook. trust these lines. I don't have a <laughs> secure not. connection here. Not yeah. in a van outside of campus. There's any way we can figure out like how long he's been dead? Yeah, so uh, uh, on that one, roll a D20. Mm-hmm. Is this knowledge? No, this is actually going to be perception. Okay. Ugh, that's not, well, that's not horrible for me, I guess. Oh, natural 20. Roll the, roll the 26. I'll put my die back down. So, um, all right. So while Mickey is doing her thing, trying to figure out who this is. Yeah, I would have taken the picture, uploaded it back to Chim Chim to see if he can confirm <laughs> the identity of <laughs> you know, I had planned on just saying them all at the end, but this is better. Yeah, every time we say you have to mention it, we just yeah. use a new one. Every time yeah. you hear a CC name, that is yeah. Cobra Commander. So. Um, it's CC1. CC1. Yeah. Um, all right. So while that is happening, uh, and you get essentially feedback, you're not doing a voice call on this. You're, you get a te- essentially a text back to you that says, um, confirmed status, question mark. And while that is happening, Chris, you are studying the body, and you, um, the body is so fresh that I mean, you're surprised he's not alive. He's probably been killed within the hour. So he's still warm. Yeah, a little bit, but it depends on the room is. Right. So while you are... Probably which, no AC here. Yeah. So. 
That's true. What the hell? Uh, so Germany, uh, yeah, actually Europe, Europe in general. Really? Europe in yeah. general. That's true. Europe have, in general. In Poland, if you drink, uh, have a drink with ice in it, you'll get a cold. Right. So in the, you're in the room. Bed's on your right. Windows in front of you. Uh, Hans is sitting there with his th- throat sliced, and while you're examining him, out of nowhere, immediately the window in front of you shatters. You hear an incredibly loud sound, and. We're thinking, well, so shattered from a bullet or like an explosive on the window? Well, I mean, you're standing right there, and all you, glass just shattered yeah. around in front of right. you. Um, I just shout into my glasses yeah. microphone, Rebecca, what the hell was that? You tell me. All I'm getting is right. feedback. Right. So just- as this happens, the, the wall behind you explodes, and what was obviously a sniper round has just missed uh, coming by and getting uh, Simon in the head. All right. I hit the deck and just be like, hey, can you give me a location of where that came from? Looking now, so I check know. the aerial feed. <laughs> be right. checking for um, closer. Yes. Is that better? <laughs> I would be checking uh, for buildings in the area to see what exactly is across the way from the uh, campus. I'm going to look right at where it came from, so she gets the best feed and, and try and figure out where things came from. Right. So you're seeing absolutely nothing on the aerial feed. It looks exactly like it looked two minutes ago, Joe. While you're looking out, roll a quick perception check. Hey, I can do that. Uh, 15. 15. All right. So you actually see a flash, a very quick flash from, okay. uh, not, a, not a fire flash, but like, uh, like sun glinting off a scope, scope. Okay, uh, yeah. from the building um, that's essentially across the, right. the grass on the far side of the road. So okay. it's only you know, maybe yeah. at most 200 yards away. So this is a fairly <clears> close <throat> shot. I point directly towards that so Simon can see it. Right. And so it's in my glasses so that. Rebecca can see it as well. Right. So while that's happening, you are on the ground, you're pointing, yep. and you two start to hear loud voices from downstairs in yelling in German. What are they saying? That's a good question. So you would know because you are the linguist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, go, 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 they're upstairs. We've got to get out of here. Relic, we, might, we got sec- company. Relic, we need, ex- we need to extract these guys. You're on the second floor. Is there anything that we needed to grab here that I would have known? Like, should I grab a, do you know how to grab it's a laptop. hard drive? Okay, I'll grab that then. So where I saw, been, If it's still here. Where I saw the glint off the scope, was that somebody tearing down the sniper rifle? Can I see that? Can I see that they're... You, you can't see. You, you, just, you suspect that the sniper was across the wall. Well, luckily, the glass has been blown out. You guys can just jump straight out into the van. That's what I was going to say. Pull the van around that side. Yep. We need to extract. Right. If it isn't already there. So, yeah, so that's a good question. How far are you from where they are? Um, less than 50 meters. Okay, so tell me what's happening. Like like, we're, we're, we're in the parking lot of the dormitory. I'm just going to drive around the backside on the sidewalk. Okay. So uh, you're still on the ground. You're, you're up. You grab the laptop. Mm-hmm. So both your hands are taken with that? Yeah, the MP5 cables will be hanging from the uh, yeah. sling. Okay. And, and I'll grab a phone. I'll grab uh, Hans's phone. Yeah. Okay. I figure we both grab something. Yeah, Why yeah. Not, right? Okay. Are you uh, gonna jump out the window? Yes, right down to the van. Because right. we're only about fifteen feet up. Shouldn't be that bad. We're professionals. You jump from well, the that, and you got the to the very roof of the van. van. Yeah, we should be able to land right on top of the van. Right. So roll crunch. Roll two d six. Hey, I can do that too. What, am I adding anything or just rolling two d six? Uh, just two d six. I have six. Actually, I take it back. Uh, add your decks okay. on this one. Nice. Uh, uh, so eight. Just the okay. decks. Just decks. Just decks, straight decks. <laughs> he rolled two sixes, so I think so, that probably yeah. qualifies. You're probably Unless good. we were trying to roll low. Yeah, then I would be like, He got it, it. yeah. Right. All right, so um, Simon uh, act, jumps out of the window. Yep. He looks like the, cat, like the cat that he is, hits the ground, <laughs> does a perfect roll, comes up yeah. on his feet, uh, and is you know dashing for the van without even looking back. Uh, meanwhile, Lance, I'm expecting Lance made a dent on the top of the van. Just land on your hand, yeah. right? Thunk. So we're yeah, gonna have to pay the, the insurance for the rental. Right. Damn it! Just do a handstand. I got the insurance. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I parked right underneath the right underneath yeah, so the window. Hit, I can see the glass on the ground. Yeah. So you I should parked, be able to see I, some I, glass. Okay, I parked so right, on, right underneath the window. Truly underneath the window. Yep. All right, so he could land on your van. Yeah. All right, so there's no grace with Lance. None whatsoever. Right. So you hit Thug. the van like a rock, and then you basically. You hit it, which breaks your fall, but then you fall off of the far I was side. I belly flopped and rolled off it. The- yeah, <laughs> not a that- belly flop. It's not that bad. But don't you- break your hand. I don't want to fix it again. <laughs> you hit. You roll off. Yeah. You land on your hip on the concrete, and then as you're doing that, uh, uh, Rebecca. Rebecca throws open the door from the side of the van and says, "Get your ass in here." <laughs> 
and smacks you in the we face. <laughs> <of> the <door. laughs> smacks you in the face of the door. All get right. in, get in. We got to get out of here. Things Sorry are about heating the roof. up. <laughs> All right. So while this is happening, as soon as I'm inside, I'm handing the phone to Rebecca because I don't even know how to use a cell right. phone. So JJ, you're behind the wheel, and yeah. you see at the front door of the dormitory two guys dressed in V-neck black t-shirts, gray jeans, muscular-looking, sunglasses. Uh, both of them are holding pistols, and they are coming flying out of the building looking for you. All right, uh, reverse. And Simon's in the van as well. Mm-hmm. All right. What uh, What is your driving skill? Your modifier. Uh, my modifier is 10 plus whatever you get me. Okay. Um, all right. So you're hitting reverse. You're on Hopstrasse, uh, and you are flying back. All four of you are in the van. These guys come running out. Um, they don't actually shoot at you, but they start flagging and waving. Um, as that happens, another blast comes from across the way and the right, the right window of the van bursts out. What is the? I I, I want to glance down to aerial feed, see what's. Uh, How are you wh- going to glance at the aerial feeds in the back I, of the van? I, he, yeah, the she's aerial, got it in the back of the van. No, the aerial feed was was on the monitor in in the front. Oh, there's a monitor in the it's front of the van. It's probably a two monitor thing. You're mirroring your screen. So there's like a little like a. Uh, so he can get it over top. Why here. why wouldn't I have a heads up display of the area? So you've got like on the van like in yeah. the nav system. Yeah. Okay. Right. So I just gave JJ the map of where we are. And JJ, you guys will have to decide where you want to go. But so we're we're on Neckerstaden. You are um, on Hopstrasse, right here in the old university. So you're right yeah. in there. All right. And as far as points of reference that you know, this would be more downtown over here in the east. This would be a major train station about two miles this way along the river. Do we have any okay. safe houses? Anywhere else that you want to go? Uh, you do Probably not, the dorm we just left. Well, I mean, I, we, I don't you know. You do not yeah. have a safe house in Heidelberg. Okay, yeah. where would we have a? Uh, you would have a safe house in Frankfurt for sure. You could have one. I mean, uh, there's not a there's not one within. Nowhere you're going to be in the next hour. Oh, okay, uh, that's one. So you need to that's, make your safe house. That's yeah, that's, that's yeah. Okay. That's what I wanted to know. So if um, I'm if I'm reversing, you trying to hit them or just? And my right window just blew out. That means that the sniper is somewhere in New Universe or the uh, the theater in one of those two buildings. I um, probably don't have too much of a shot from here, but I will quickly unscrew the silencer from my Walther and see if I can take a shot at whoever fire? it is. Eh, you okay. wanna, might want to leave it on here. It's going to hurt our ears in here. <laughs> Yeah, but if the window was just blown out, we don't no, have no. so much sound percussion. I am so. actually going to cross the river. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so you're going to go up. But yeah, it would hinder your accuracy. With yeah. the I'm yeah. reversing down this way. So, so you're going to try to cross here? The Theod Hughesbrook. Bruka. Okay. So basically, <laughs> you guys are going to try to bolt, get to the river, get across the river, and get, go from there. So. While that's happening, Rebecca, you're on the system, and, on the system. and you all of a sudden see multiple automobiles basically bearing in on your location that weren't there before, so they were parked or mm-hmm. just part of traffic flow. And um, you've got um, them coming essentially from towards you from here, here, here. So from three different directions from the west. Yeah, hey, they're Rill- all basically coming from the west. Hey, Rillick, we've got company. I see multiple cars on the road. I see them too. I need you all to buckle in. Do you want me to try to change the uh, traffic lights? Try to give us all greens? No, these are newer cars. Why don't you see if you can't uh, cause a little malfunction? Make sure they they can only turn left. Make their low fuel light come on. may not be able to do that, but I can definitely try to. Oh, you definitely can do that. <laughs> Just turn your car, turn their cars off if they're new. Uh, <laughs> I know if they're new, I can try to shut them off. Yeah, turn Let's off, see. Disable their um, fuel injection. All right, give me a minute here. Let's see if I can hack in. All right, uh, roll a d20 and add your hacking. Does Lance have a shot at all? Um, I mean, he would have a shot at the people coming out of the dorm. I'm but looking you're for where the other shot came from, the other sniper shot. Not, no. realist, not with okay. a pistol. Okay. What is um, hacking? Hacking Sorry, is knowledge. knowledge. Thank so you. It's a knowledge. Do-do-do. 17. No? Yeah, 12. 17. Right, so yeah, that's your so best 17. skill. And you rolled a 5. 17. Okay. Uh, so you actually don't. Uh, you can't get anywhere near making that work for some reason. Oh, fuck. These you know? must be different. 
This must have run on a different software. I can't break in. <laughs> you, you just made their fasten seatbelt light come on. And so, ding, how, and ding. you're while this is while she's doing this, you're backing up at full speed, or have you oh, yeah. swung around? No, what I, are you I, doing? I, I will have swung around the first intersection I get to. All right. So now you describe to me where we're going and where we're turning, and I will describe to you what you see. How far are we from the airport we landed in? We yeah, came in. We came in by train. How far are we from the train station we came in? Two miles. So we can get, there's this kilometers, Kurt. You can't do miles here. 3.2 kilometers. All right. (laughs) Well, okay, that's close enough. (laughs) I think that's 1.6. It's 1.6 miles. So you got it. Awesome. But it's wrong. That'd be one mile. But either way. 1.6, yeah. Anyway, we're good. So should we head towards that? Is that what we should The train isn't going to be a good way to leave. Um, What What is? I think that's the next step. The van's the best. We're in control of it. I'm going to, what I'm actually going to do, I'm going to uh, uh, swing around at first intersection, go down toward uh, Neckerstaden, and I'm going to be looking to see if there's any uh, unoccupied boats in the water. We're going for a gondola ride. We're going to do an Indiana Jones. I I like the idea. Um, So you are going to be turning from, we were actually on... uh, Hopstraffa. Hopstraffa, taking a right... Onto Neckerstraw and roll a d4 for me. One. All right. So uh, you bust a hard right turn, and you the backside of the van. You lose the backside of the van, and it slides and actually kind of smashes into. In Europe, like other places, there are these um, essentially metal posts everywhere, and you smash the backside of that. Do you want to know what the actual word is? Yes, Ballard. You smash the ballard, uh, and Mick, uh, and uh, Rebecca's Jesus Christ! Uh, but you keep going, and you make the turn. Where'd you why, learn how to that, drive, really? You should have saw him in South America. It was way worse. <laughs> Kurt, Can't can imagine. You, can you give us and the listeners the reason why we rolled the D four and what it meant when you rolled a one? Yep. So uh, at each turn, I was curious. Thank something you. can yeah. happen, and a one is a fa- as a is a failure. Um, or it, a one is could have potential neg- negative consequences. JJ is an excellent driver; that's his role. So three quarters, three quarters, very good driver. Three quarters of the time, he's just going to be able to do what he wants. Mm-hmm. But he's also driving a surveillance van and not a Ferrari, so um, he's not going to have the level of control over it that he might have over other vehicles. Okay. So, so what would stupid in, German in this undertow. example? What would a two, three, or four meant? He would have uh, in this particular case two, three, or four. He would have just made that turn, okay. no problem. And, a and, four, it, and it would may it, not like, matter, but if you whack it three or four perfect. more times, maybe it I'm sorry, what? Yeah. I said, and that one may not matter, but <laughs> if, if he whacks wax it, again, it again, then yeah. maybe... And again. Something's going to happen and again. Yeah. So, um, all right, so you make the right turn. You're now on the side yeah. street near the, uh, the Kurfitz Museum, and you've got Necker... Necker oh, God, German is Nick Sagut. Is that like Dead Street or something like that? I love this place. Just thinking Necker or something. Uh, no, Neckarstaden. Ah, okay. So that's right in front of you, you know, 100 yards up. So you're going accelerating full speed. Yep. At this point, Black Mercedes is making the turn right behind you. It's 25 yards off the back. Um, I'm going to be looking out the passenger side window. I'll okay. figure I'll be up. I'm assuming we don't have any more armaments in this vehicle except for what we said we had on our own persons. Or can we have I would, what, I would only have a <laughs> pistol because that's all I'm good with. But I'll be looking out the passenger side behind us. Do they what apparently do are they apparently holding any weapons? There's some towards uh, us. You, you, you just see, see the car. Relic, what do you got in here, man? So nobody's <laughs> got a, a gun in the, uh, in the center here. console. Right. Did you bring the grenades? That's what I'll be watching for. If they shoot, <laughs> I will return five. Okay. Right. So I actually uh, always store some ordnance in, in the, the console. center console. Um, of they're the, the rental van. Yeah. I will have thrown some grenades in there. I'll grab one so I can toss it out. Okay. Are you just throwing, so you're grenades, gonna be throwing grenades in, in the downtown city? Well, no, he's not Berlin. I mean, <laughs> actually, all I really need is like a flashbang. will do the trick. Yeah. Really, that's okay. all I need. Yeah, it'll all be right. fine. So, are you doing that now? Uh, I want to get to a spot where it's going to like cause a jam up with that lead car that's following us. Okay, so uh, this is all happening incredibly quickly. JJ, you're racing up. You're you've got Neckerstraden right in front of you. You want to bang a left. So, can you roll a D four again? 
You roll a d4 every time so you want to bang. You're okay, whacking four. it, banging right. left. So yeah. you adjust it from the last turn, and you make this one nicely, and there's no traffic in your way. Well, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I, I adjust for the undertow. And uh, uh, Simon, if you wanted to, so he's turning left onto the river, the car's right behind you, this would be a place that Perfect. might make sense to drop a bang. Yeah, so um, roll a d20, just uh, awesome. bang it right. Drop bang it a left, bang. Drop a bang. I like it, Kurt. That's a good Am I adding anything, agility or uh, something? Nope, or? you just need to roll over a three. See how he says that? 16. All right, so you drop the flashbang. It sits for half a second and explodes in blinding light, like phosphorus-type light, and the car that was right behind you immediately swerves off and just slams into the building on the right. I'm just, it's done. It's gone. So now JJ has made the turn. Uh, Lance is hanging out the window, and you guys are flying at full speed up, going west on Neckarstaden. Um, Full speed in a rental van is like 60 kilometers an hour. <laughs> right, but, yeah. right. Nah, so, we would have taken the you got 20 off. feet to the bridge. You want to bust for the bridge or you want to keep going west? I'm going to keep going west because the bridge does not appear to connect here on Neckarstaden. Okay. So it appears that we're at un- <laughs> an underpass. According to the JPEG Kurt printed out for us. So it's my accurate map of Heidelberg. It's not. Nice. Uh, so now that you're on Neckarstaden, You've got two more cars, similar to the last one that you just saw, that have come up behind you at full speed. And at this point, Joe, because you're looking for it, yep. the right car, someone is out the window with a submachine gun, and he fires, starts to fire at the van. I will take the first shot I got. All right, so um, let's roll a d20 and add. Do you have a shooting, shooting. skill? Yeah, yep. I have a 10 modifier, and I rolled a 14, so 24. 14, nice. okay. Uh, so 24. Okay, and I'm so really not looking to, to disable them. I'm looking for them to well, – I am looking to disa- – I'm not looking to kill. I'm looking to disable them from continue shooting. So if I can hit the gun or the hand or the arm, okay, that's so, what I'm shooting for. All right, so you uh, – w- so I know my wheelman can get us away from their driving. I'm just concerned about them. So you do exactly that. You shoot him in the arm, yeah. uh, but the car keeps coming. Both yeah. cars keep coming. Because he like, drops his gun or can't yeah. shoot it. That's I will, I, he can get I, us I will away full on them. chicken them. I know I have mass on their little rinky-dink cars. Yeah, they're behind you, so what are you doing? Oh, I thought you said you, they were in front of me. No, no, sorry, I, they, they've come out. They were coming up Neckerstraden, yeah. and what you did is you turned out in front of them, yeah. and they are now right mm-hmm. on your tail. We're being oh. chased. Okay. Being chased. We're the lead car in the chase. I'm going to see if I could uh, get another grenade underneath, like time it so I can get it, and they roll over it, and it goes off when they're rolling over it. Okay, flash or a... Or yeah, yeah. I flashbang will be good enough to take, trust me. Okay, so roll a d20 <laughs> again. By the way, um, Lance will oh. flinch every roll time he uses a flashbang because that's how he lost his hand. It's uh, a one grenade he can't yeah. stand. Uh, Four works because yeah. all you're doing is testing against malfunction. Yep. Basically, all you're doing is drop inside the back. Yeah. So as long as it works, it works. So right. it goes under, it bangs. Yeah. That car's as gone. As long as it's not up armored. So yeah. that means Lance on that SWAT raid rolled a one when he went to use a flashbang that blew his hand off. <laughs> exactly. Thanks, Kurt. Well exactly. Done. Good. So, um, so that's gone. The second car that's with him, guy is now leaning out, machine gun out of the passenger side, shooting at the van again. Same boom, thing. Boom, boom, boom. If I can get another shot at him. Hang on. Uh, I'm going to see if I get hit first. All right, so um, two of the rounds go in the back window, and one comes up and hits right next to Lance, and you're forced to duck back inside. Okay. Uh, um, I'm going to be taking uh, serpentine movements. Serpentine, serpentine. Serpentine, serpentine. Okay. Meaning you're driving. I'm slalloming. Awesome. Okay, so that slows you down. <laughs> Damn well, it, Relic. Really? I can't type when you, ti- when you drive like while this. While he's driving, he just well, keeps and, making hissing sounds. And so what is Rebecca doing while all this shooting is happening, if anything? Rebecca is trying to clear the way of traffic, uh, messing with traffic lights, giving us all green and reds on the... On the Okay, yeah. so we tried. So you're making their ru- them run red lights because they care. So you tried to hack well, the, which other, is tra- other people away other from traffic us, yeah. away right. from us. So you tried to hack the cars before and failed. Um, do a knowledge roll uh, for the light system. Awesome. Eighteen. All right, so you are in. You are into that system. It's taking you forty-five seconds, but you know you've got your sweet encryption breaking software, and you are in, and you. For the next 90 seconds, control the traffic lights where we are. So that's my goal, is to keep our, our path clear, blocking off side traffic so we don't have pedestrian traffic in the way that we have to try to evade and okay. have so them get hurt. All you have at this point is the one car behind you. Uh, Joe, uh, sorry, uh, Lance, Lance ducks back in because of the shot. Do you want to mm-hmm. try to... Re- they're, yep. they're still shooting at you, so... Yep, I'll, I'll stick the just right around. Stick my head just around the corner enough to be able to take a shot. All right, all right. Um, and while he's doing that, my plan of action is I, I, I'm going to make the next turn mm-hmm. 
come to a complete stop, throw it in reverse, and as they try to make turn, ram them in reverse. Okay. So can you give me a quick shooting roll, Lance? Let's do that. Let's say a 7 and 10 is 17. Okay, so that is enough um, to drive them back inside the car, okay. but not to damage anyone okay. or to, to stop them from coming forward. So that should stop them from stu- shooting as um, Relic makes the move. Right, and JJ, um, I need Relic to give me two rolls. Um, okay. Just a straight 2d6 roll and a, and a d20 driving check. So I have a 12, or sorry, a 20 and a 2 on the D6. You only it's rolled it 2 one. D6 roll. Two Not a D6, D6. with oh. a 2 result, but 2 D6. <laughs> he had a two. 10 on the 2 D6. All right, so you do exactly what you want to do, uh, exactly the way you described it, and why don't you tell me what happens? All right, so uh, the van, I, I do a little drift turn around the thing to, so I come to a complete stop as soon as I get around the building. And I throw it in reverse and uh, jam it backwards at the same time as they're starting to, starting to make their turn. I T-bone them and shove them into the river. Okay, awesome. So at this point, um, you get a message from essentially Home Command that tells you, well, first of all, you guys now don't see anyone behind you. Okay. At least for the moment, you feel that you're clear. And you get a short message that tells you actually to get to the train station, that there's a contact there that will take care of you. Hey, guys, Christmas Cottage just sent us a message. We've got to go to the train sa- station. Awesome. And what, when you guys go to the train station, um, you're actually approached by a local who tells you that there is a captain with a uh, storage boat uh, or a, uh, a shipping boat. What are you, what are you laughing it's not a storage boat, but, you know, a small shipping vessel on the river and that he can get you uh, off to safety. Okay. I would go through the procedures for disabling the computers on the on the van, like wiping it, because obviously well, we, got we organs, can't bring it. So we just want to wipe the van. We can just wipe the van. Yeah. Just I, that's up to Simon, right? You're going to blow stuff. You're going to blow – yeah, we're going to blow up the van, but I still need to, like, wipe the, the drives and whatnot. Yeah. All right. We can't let that. All right, so you, uh, we'll frag, I, we'll I assume you've got the knowledge to do that. You don't even need to roll. So you wipe everything to the extent that you can wipe it. And we'll frag the van. Just one. Just leave right, it in so there. And then you're going to leave it closed. Oh, yeah. great. All right, so you guys have gotten your contact. You're ready to go to the boat. You're in the clear. And as the last scene before you get on the boat, what do you do with the Just toss the frag in the middle with the back area of the van. Right, you're so throw an EMP grenade in there, too? No. no. So Simon, Simon tosses the frag. Turns and walks away, and the van just explodes in a fireball behind him as the four of you walk. When did this become a Michael Bay movie? Walk towards the screen. <laughs> right at the right beginning. <laughs> and that is a perfect place for us to stop the first hour, and we will be back with more. Thanks Pretty cool. That was good. In the meantime, we can all say bye, everybody. What do you say? Espionage penis? <laughs> Espionage. Espionage. That's okay. That's good. That works. That works. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.